Blog Talk Radio.
the story behind that was it was actually supposed to just be so my name is Wes and my last name is Tarte so Wes T um it was originally supposed to just be and I'm uh, I was also born in April so my birthstone is a diamond so VVS so it was only supposed to be the VVS but some dude in Germany jacked my name I was supposed to change it years ago but I was uh I was just doing, like, a whole bunch of producer stuff under my producer name, which is Wes Tarte, so I didn't get time to change it, so I just made it West with a T, so VVST, so West as in the direction. And it's a whole, like, story behind that. Like, I'm from the East Coast, but my whole life it was, like, from from the burbs to the hills, so from my coast to L.A. where I live right now. So, like, you know, the dream moving to the West and trying to make it and all that. So it's just, you know, there's dimensions to it, but pretty much the backstory behind it. Okay, what part of the East is from? Right, what part of the East is from? What part of the East is from? Oh, I'm from PA, Pennsylvania. So, like, an hour out of Philly. So, Redding. Okay, Redding. Shout out to Redding. Yes, sir. Yeah, shout out to Redding. Shout out to Philly. Philly doing their thing. Big yeah. shout out to Philly, too. PA, yeah. stand up. So now you in L.A.? Yeah. What part? Are you like it? Okay. Los Angeles. Uh, honestly, um, when I first got to L.A., I didn't like it. Um, it was just a... a it's, I love the I love the area, you know, the beach, the weather was beautiful, always something to do, but it was just the people, you know, so the East Coast, it's, it's, you know, the East Coast, Midwest, down South, people are just, in a sense, genuine, right? So when you, you can, you can take their word for it in a lot of cases, and they're, they're up front, they're blunt, you know, you just, you know, they mean what they say, whereas LA, I had to deal with the uh like the facade the fake rich the name dropping the people just trying to you know just i don't know it, it, was, it was a weird energy and i had to get used to that like had to get and i found some genuine genuine people don't get me wrong but it was just like the hollywood kind of like everyone's acting everyone's kind of playing nice but has a hidden agenda it was weird but now you know now that i've found my people and know how to maneuver around those kind of people. I love it now. That's so important. Yeah. Finding your people. Something like yeah. as simple as finding your people because people everywhere don't get you and mm-hmm. you don't mesh well. So I understand that. I absolutely understand that. Yeah. How long you been in L.A.? Man, I've been in L.A. back and forth, sheesh, like eight years now, almost. Oh, you oh, you yeah. on the West Coast then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You basically know your way around L.A. now. You you better know yeah. something about something about that. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's what's up, bro. For real. So How let's get into this music. music. Okay, yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. You doing you doing what you do. How long you she said, how long do you how long were you doing music? 
Oh, well, my artistry, I, I, uh, I started officially in, like, 2015, but then, I, uh, I, you know, life happens, and it was just that independent artist route kind of got difficult, so I focused on producing for a little bit. So I produced for uh, Prince on one of his last albums before he passed. Uh, I produced for uh, Danny Lay. I don't know, I don't know her. Um, I've wrote for a lot of people, song wrote for, for a lot of people. And then I got back on my own, like, artistry stuff for real, for real, like, last year. Because it was just, it was too much pump faking in the industry where, you know, you'll get a placement and then the song, they'll say, all right, yeah, you got it. But the song won't make it on the album or they don't drop the song for, like, another two years. It's like, yo, I got to, I got to be on my time. I got to control the way, you know, I got to control my stuff again, so then I just started focusing on me. Yeah. So you said you produce for Prince? That's big. <laughs> what did you do? Oh, like what song? It's called It's called Like a Mac. It was off his uh, Hit and Run album. Super dope. Y'all yeah. go check that out. That's yeah, super dope. How, how was that? Um, th- that story is actually crazy. So, um, this is when I was producing for uh, Danny. Like, I was just like doubling down on her because I was like, "Yo, she about to blow up. Her sounds crazy." This is before like Easy with Chris Brown and before um, Lil Baby and uh, you know, this is before the like everything. Um, she had actually reached out to her because she was dancing at the time. And he was like, yo, I want you to uh, kind of direct my video. So she was like the main actress in his video, but pretended to be him. So it was like a whole thing. So they established a relationship. And then she was like, yo, I'm actually, you know, pursuing this artist thing. And um, he was like, word. So he sent a song. And I didn't know it was him at first. So I'm walking in the house, and I hear this record playing. I was like, what is this? Like, turn this off. I didn't mean to be like, I just didn't know who it was like. And then uh, I was like, yo. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's a true story. But then uh, it was was more so the beat. Like, I thought the beat was, like, like hella cheesy. And then then she was like, she's like, that's Prince. I was like, man, ask him if I could redo that beat, like, completely – and then she's like, hey, my producer wants to know if he could, you know, touch it up, da-da-da. So I revamped the whole joint, and then he loved it, sent it to him. Yeah, so we sent it to him. He loved it. He sent it back with added guitars and horns. And I was like, oh, snap, I got a cope. Like, I'm producing with Prince right now. And then we sent it back with more stuff, and it was just like a back and forth until we had the whole song. And then, yeah, that's just how it happened. Man, you had the big feeling... Yes, you had to been feeling good about yourself. Producer, yeah. one of the greatest men of men. BC's a yeah, huge Prince fan if you didn't get that already, but that's the yes. oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> that's, that's dope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is my guy. I am a big yeah. Prince fan. That's dope. Yeah, it was, it was a really dope experience, and it was just cool because, like, it was, and, you know, she would send him songs for, like, approval. So, you know, she had, she was working with other producers, of course. 
And so she sent him like five songs at a time, and he was always picking my songs out of the bunch, not knowing I produced them. Like, oh, I love these records. So it always felt good that he just like it was always like picking my stuff over like everything. It was, it was just crazy. He's like, yeah, man, that that guy's really talented. That's one thing I hold on to for life because it's like Prince, I bet. Talented. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you were producing, or were you pursuing your career as an artist first? Which one came first? The artist first. So, you know, I'm a huge, uh, you know, Kanye, Drake, J. Cole fan. So, Kanye, you know how he produces his own beats and, you know, and records on them. So, that was like my avenue like I love being able to I just love being able to control everything like the kick pattern the snare the recording process just so so I was was an artist first but because I knew how to produce my own beats and I saw like there's a lane like I didn't want to just limit myself as an artist I also wanted to branch out because I could write too I've written for you know artists where songs have been on movies and all that stuff and I could also produce so I was just like, all right, let me branch out. Let me write some joints. Let me produce some joints. And they kind of, you know, build a relationship there with, you know, some people and build connections and then get back to my artistry stuff. So I already know how everything works when it's time to really, like, focus on it and not just kind of dibble-dabble and, you know, one foot in, one foot out. So I was an artist first. So what do you like to do best? What do you like to do better, produce or be an artist? Man, people ask me that all the time. Honestly, artistry, but my artistry, the producing is a part of it, right? So it's like, like, I, I mean, I love it all. I just love, I love hearing so the song's in my head before I put it out, right? So I love being able to take what's in my brain and just putting it out into the world, like putting putting it into sonic physical form. So I could produce all day. Like if an artist comes to me and be like, yo, I need a beat, I could bang that out quick. But my passion is creating a song, like a full body of work where I produce the beat and then I and then I add the I add words to the emotion I felt when I made that beat. That must be nice to be to have the talent to do that. That must oh, be nice. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a blessing for sure. I didn't I didn't realize how much it was like, you know, like a blessing until I, you know, I've run into songwriters that are like, you know, I wish I could write. I mean, I wish I could produce. And then it's just I I I couldn't imagine not being able to do like one part of it, you know. So what type of music do you produce? Um, honestly, I could produce it all. I'm not even trying to sound like that, you know, sound like cocky or anything. But if you need EDM, EDM trap, if you need R&B, if you need hip-hop, I've literally produced it all to where, you know, you could be in the U.K. and in a nightclub on some, <clears throat> on some whatever you might be on and dancing. Or, you know, you could be in the bedroom with a loved one 
nice and slow, you know, chilling, or you can be, you know, at, at a barbecue, you're just turning up. I could, I can literally do it all. You just you tell me what you want, and I'll do it. So if the people want to beat, where can they find you at? Um, they have to, because I'm focused strictly on like my artistry. If they do want to beat, you know, you can you can contact me directly. You know, we could talk budget and whatnot, what you got in mind, and then I'll make you one from scratch. But I have a whole okay, catalog, well, so if you want to, huh? But where can they find you at? Oh, they could they could go on my I I I got enough songs with different productions they can hear. They can go on my Spotify, Apple Music, D V E S T West, and just know that I produced all those beats. Okay, but where can they find you at if they want to be? Oh, oh, you mean my? Oh, like yeah. So you you can uh, <laughs> hit up my IG. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, just hit up my IG. Uh, VDEST official. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. Just message me. I'm always, I'm always responding. But everything is VDEST official. Okay, you said there's some records. Let's get into some music. Let's see what he do. You produce all your beats. Yes, or co-produce. So right. I have, you know, my homies might send me a loop. And I'll just add drums or vice versa. And I write all you my write stuff. all your songs? Okay. Every single one. So what we got, Brian? What we got? Nikki? So initially, I came across actually a sponsored ad on Instagram. And I reached out and was like, yo, send us some music. And he sent us two songs, but one being Honeydew. It got played on Smash or Trash. Some of you know is not the easiest <laughs> segment to make it through, but it got smashed. So tell us about Honeydew and let's get into that. All right, Honeydew, that's when quarantine first hit, like what, July, I mean, well, July, uh, February, March of last year. Uh, I was in L.A., and I was like, you know what, since everything is shut down, and this is uh, right as I was about to go on tour with Danny, uh, everything shut down. So I said, you know what, let me just go back to PA and spend some time with my mom. You know, she was, like, by herself at the time. So I was like, let me chill with her. I brought all my equipment, my laptop, uh, my mic. I chilled in the basement, and I was like, you know what, I'm Haitian. Asian American, so I was like, and she's like, why don't you make, why don't you make a song that you know I could dance to? She has a Haitian accent, all that stuff. I was like, you know, something closer to your roots, like. And I was like, you know what, I got you, mom. So uh, I made, I literally made that in the basement, off my, like with a keyboard. I recorded it in my basement. Um, I played it for her. She loved it. I was like, all right, if my mom loves it, then I gotta put it out. Uh, okay. Then I got, right. Uh, and then I got a feature from my homie, Dr. Chai, who's a big African artist, him and Bantu. They're really big in Zimbabwe. Uh, Bantu actually has, he's on the Maroon 5 album. Uh, Dr. Chai's on the FIFA the FIFA soundtrack. Yeah, so 
I got him on there. We're really close friends. So I said, bro, I need your voice on this. So he blessed me with that uh, first verse. And then, um, yeah, and I just put it out. Yeah, yeah that song yeah. was uh, made in quarantine in the basement. Well, introduce quarantine music. We be back. This is the stage. This shit crazy. Girl, you can have all my money. Cause nothing is better than spending time with you. Sweet like success, sweet like honey. Baby, come show me what all that honey do. And tell them his Yes, I'm the stage of the vibe where everybody wah wah, yeah. 
yes, yes. I will tell you now of them, baby. Tell me where they are going to do now. Yeah, man. Nani, 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 me ranking boy. Pass it through. Big up that stage radio. Pure niceness. Greetings from Tanzania. Kaboom. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, let me just throw this in here. We love that song, but we are always accepting drops. Hint, hint, West. Feel free uh-huh. to send us drops. We'll definitely get you played, etc. Okay, I just had to put that in there. I appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate y'all. Y'all listen. So. How did you meet your man from Zimbabwe? Oh, actually, uh, we've known each other for years now. We went to Full Sail together in Orlando, Florida. I don't know if y'all know that school, but it's like a, a media school, like where you can go for film. It's like an art school. Yeah. So we went there, and we actually moved to L.A. together, uh, Bantu and I, the, or dude who's on the Maroon 5 album. And uh, his best friend, Pip, I think he was in London at the time going to school. Uh, Dr. Chai, who's on my uh, the song. Um, and then he moved out to L.A. too. So we, we hang out, like, often. Like, we're, we're best friends, all of us. So, yeah, it started, it started you, you at Wolfgang. You go out there to Zimbabwe? Uh, no, but I want to. Man, that is super dope. That's basically what we like to do here is a lot of networking. So the fact that you and him known each other for years, you moved out there together, you're creating music together, that just opens you both up to each other's audience. I just yeah. I find that dope. That's kind of what we into. And your sound quality is amazing for you to have done that, like you said, just in a basement. What program do you use? Uh, I use Logic Pro. Uh, Logic, Logic Pro X. But, you yes. know, but, <laughs> but being, you know, when you first move out to L.A. and you see them rent prices, you know, you got to make money any way you can. So I was engineering for a little bit, too, you know, like picking up sessions here and there, recording other artists. So, like I said, all them tricks that I've learned from just having to survive, I now now I'm able to use them for myself and just you know keep you know quality, the sound quality to myself, the production for myself, you know, because I, I I grew better as a producer as well, being having to produce for other people, I grew better as an engineer having to engineer, so it was just you know it was God's timing is that's that's all I can. Say. Hey, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what it is. So, with so much under your belt already and artistry and production, we definitely like to highlight independence. What would be a major key that you would give to somebody who's trying to get to where you are? Man, independent. Uh, well, thank you for 
saying that I, I, I still feel like I got a long way to go, but that's a, that's that's everybody. Um, right, Brent. Independent. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, right. hold on, brother. Right, hold on, brother. Let us put the body <laughs> shit away. Put the body shit away. Hold on, Brent. Hold on, put that shit away. Talk yeah. to these artists, man, but put the body shit away. Come on, talk to them. All right. First off, first and foremost, you got to believe in yourself more than you want other people to believe in you. Um, that's one thing a lot of just creative struggle with, just the urge to please everybody and get everybody's input on what they should, you know, what they think they should do, not understanding that um, if you've affirmed it in your spirit already, God told you what you need to do, you need to just follow that wholeheartedly. No, you know, the people will come in and, and try to impose their vision of how they see your life on you when you're the one living it, you know what I mean? So they can't really, they can tell you what they think, and I appreciate your two cents, but that ain't paying nothing for me, you know? So one thing I had to learn to, you know, really just set concrete in my mind is I do this for myself. And by doing it for myself, I'm able to help everybody I love, et cetera. Yes, so, yes. I pre- you know what I mean? I appreciate you for your input, but uh, I'm going to do, do me regardless. I don't care if you think I should do this. this is, God told me I, I should do this, so this is what I'm going to do. And then uh, second, stop holding on to music, please. Like, there's so many dope artists I know. And um, I started this movement uh, a while back called Low Key Famous, where, like, people you'll meet independent artists you'll hear their songs and it's way better than what's out right now like way better than what's popular yes it's like that's why that's why i always i'm low-key famous is my thing it's like it's time for you to stop holding on to stuff like yeah it's cool you need the whole marketing and the branding blah 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 just put the music out first and you'll learn along the way people are always trying to wait for the perfect opportunity or the you can always create a great song, I promise you. Sometimes they hold on to that song because they're like, this is the one. I don't want to just throw it out there and have it fizzle out. If you got to push that song for a year, then push it for a year. That's what LMA did with uh, not Trip. I forgot what the song was, but she pushed that song for a year. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, boot up. She pushed that song for a year. Imagine. So you can do the same thing as an artist. Just keep, just consistently put music out. Um, put yourself out there, invest in yourself too. Like you said, you found me on an IG ad. Everything you've seen from me, from music videos to promo to art to album work, that's all my pockets. That's no help. That's no label. That's no borrowing money from nobody. That's all me. And my videos are not cheap. (laughs) If you want, you can go back and look at the player video, look at four hours. They're not cheap. You have to invest in yourself by any means necessary. If you got to pay $30 for an IG ad and have a radio station hit you up because they like what you see, boom. You know what I'm saying? I like like the stage radio, you know. (laughs) Yeah, the stage radio. Exactly. Shout out to stage. You get what I'm saying? You have to invest in yourself. One, you have to believe in yourself wholeheartedly. Um, that's it. Two, you have to not let the physical realm uh, mess with what you've affirmed in the spiritual realm, right? So, in, in your spirit, you, you know what I'm saying? In your spirit, you believe this is, you know, this is what I'm meant to do. This is it. This is it. But then, but then you'll get a flat tire, or you'll get a bill you can't pay, or you you can't make rent, and then all of a sudden, 
you'd let that affect how you feel as a person you know, or how you feel about yourself. It's like that doesn't have nothing to do with what you've affirmed in your spirit already. So that's number two. Three, invest in yourself. Invest, invest, and put $20 here, $10 here. If you got $2, put it, put it somewhere. Invest in yourself. Uh, and then four, what was four? Uh, put music out. Just put content out. Don't hold on to stuff. You, you'll always make something better. In the beginning, you spoke of a budget. Why is it important to have a budget? Um, it's important to have a budget because sometimes um, a budget helps you. I, I, I don't know if this makes sense, but it helps you be more creative, right? If you know like almost like okay, almost like the sport of basketball, right? You know that this is out of bounds. You know that this is a foul line. It helps you be creative within those realms, and that's what makes you great. As like imagine if basketball had no rules, nobody would care about the sport, right? So setting a budget is like setting okay, this is your creative boundary. You have to be as creative as you can get with this amount of money, and you and and then and then you kill it. You know what I mean? So that that's important, um, but more so, I would say it's less about the budget, more so putting your idea down on paper or or white a whiteboard or whatever. Put your idea down on a whiteboard or type it out, and then believe in that vision wholeheartedly, and then everything will work in its favor. Like I've had people come out of the woodworks to help me for free just because I was able to just set my vision in motion. You know, you also have to believe in the vision. Believe, believe, in fact, believe that you, you have an unlimited budget, right? And just type the idea out, write it out, and then pursue it. And then things will just start falling into place. Now, it might not be exactly how you wrote it out, but at least, you know, at least you're, you, you, you set that creative attraction in motion and just everything will work out. Like I said, it all falls in believing in yourself and just things work out when you believe in yourself. I can't explain. I just know that once I started doing that, God just put so many things on the table for me that to the point where I I just I just sit, put myself out, and then opportunities come. Yeah, that's dope. I love how a lot of the things you're saying, you understand the process. You understand your faith. You understand that faith without works is dead. Like a lot yeah. of that is so important in an industry like entertainment, whatever type of entertainment, <laughs> entertainment, it can be very damaging to your mm-hmm. your spirit man. How did you keep that? Man, honestly, it took one church, of course, church, um, anime. I'm a big anime fan. I know people like to clown me for that because they're like, it's a cartoon, but you could learn a lot from just anime, just off of, off of uh, just like lessons, like mental lessons. And then, and then as a black man, I just put my, put your pride aside. Pride will, is, has done more harm to me in my life than good. So I also, I'm also, I've also been in therapy as well. And people, people are afraid to talk about that, but yeah, I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm new to therapy. So I'm about like a, a month in, 
But you know, you have to. I have church. I have church for the spiritual. Oh, I also train. <laughs> so I, uh, I train MMA. So I don't know if you know like that UFC stuff, the fighting. Okay then. Yeah, so I'm a fighter. I've, I've been training for like six years. So I have. So every area where I, I found myself falling weak, because you have to be a, you have to be aware of where you fall short at, and kind of battle it every day. Every day you have to kill your old self. So for my physical, I train MMA to get that out. For my spiritual, I go to church um, every Sunday, if not Thursday and Sunday. And then for my mental, you know, because you know the the world, <laughs> I have I have therapy, and then I just yeah. literally just consistently just keep those three rolling and then when keep my spirits up keep my spirits up so i can just keep pushing forward because you know life you gotta just life. when you yeah when you're aware of where you fall short at and you just instead of like sitting down and be like i should do this i should do this i should do this you actually just all right let me do something about it it starts getting easier once you start building that routine of just all right i'm feeling like this today why do i feel like this also being aware of how you feel and just, you know, as a man, you're told, okay, don't show no emotion, uh, prideful, like, you don't, you know, I, me, I've learned to be real with myself. I'm sorry if I'm rambling, but I've learned to be real with myself. No, no, like, keep going. You're fine. Like, like, um, I'm like, you know, I'll see, I'll see somebody who I feel like, you know, I sonically sound better than, but they're doing better than me. And I, you know, I start getting envious. I'm just like, now why am I feeling like that? And I start doubting my stuff. So I'm real with that. I can I can be real and say, okay, I'm I'm starting to get jealous of this person, and I attack that. I'm like, no, I'm great the way I am. I'm just as good. In fact, me seeing that lets me know the heights I can reach. You know, being able to just conform those thoughts, because you know, in the world of social media and TikTok and having to do all this, you're constantly, you're subconsciously comparing yourself to a lot of things, even if it's not in your lane. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you'll see you'll see a, a chef with millions of followers, you're like. Why is he Why is he popping and I'm not? You know what I mean. But you're not a chef. Why are you putting Why are you putting your talents in that person's lane? It's just like right. it's just it's just just naturally you have to combat those things and be like, all right. And then or or when you're like, like for me, I'll listen to a song and I thought that was dope, and then the next day I'll be like, nah, this song is trash. And then I've learned to be like, all right, stop. Why is this song trash? And then when you put yourself in check. You're just like because it, you know, you, yeah. You, you, now I'm talking to myself. Well, why is why is this song trash to you? Well, um, because you know it doesn't. And then you and then you realize because you're comparing it to stuff that's out already. Now real, realizing that you're unique and that your sound is what's gonna bring people to you, not you sounding like someone else is what's gonna bring people to you. So like I said, just being aware, putting yourself in check, not being prideful, admitting where you fall short admitting where you're weak at that that helps you build strength instead of like hiding it and be like oh no i'm fine i'm perfect the way i am i don't have to change that's nah, for the birds mm-hmm. change for the better so you could so you could change your family's life for the better i commend you uh on that because it takes a level of maturity to even be able to self-examine and the fact that you are brave enough to even attempt therapy. In our culture, you know, it's not really our, our go-to. It's not mm-hmm. the end thing to do. Um, but I commend you because it's not a lot of people, much less men, 
black men that will say, okay, well, something about me is not right, and I need to get that corrected. Mm-hmm. But I think that's dope so far. The music is dope. And you're welcome. I can't wait to see what else we got. So the other song that was submitted and made it through Smash or Crash is called Show You the Way to Love. Tell us about that. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a dope uh, little thing. So um, my boy Overthrow, he's actually a Canadian producer, artist. He's dope. Um, he sent me this guitar, and I was just like, bro, what? So then, you know, I made a beat out of it. Um uh, he's also on my series West Wednesday that I'm gonna uh, unshamefully plug. Where I made a song, I make a song from scratch with the artist who comes over. We make it literally right there on the spot on that, uh, that same day. Whole YouTube is out, series is out. That project is out too. Eight songs West Wednesday. Um, anyway, he sent me the guitar. We made a beat. Out, I made a beat out of it, and that was just it. I was like, I'll get back to this later. And then my uh, homegirl, Marianne Vasquez, came over. She's a dope vocalist as well. Like I said, I'm surrounded by so many dope artists. It's crazy. She's a dope, like, she, she reminds you of, like, Adele. Like, she can, if you, Marianne Vasquez, I'm going to plug you. She can sing her butt off. But uh, she came over, and, uh, and you know, it was uh, I was moving out. Um, and I was breaking down my studio. I was like, yo, Marianne, I want you to be my last session in the studio. Like, let's make a song. So we may show you the way to love, because I wanted her to be on my project. Um, so, yeah, we made that. We killed it in the day. And then, and now it's on the project. That's dope. Here we go. West is in the building. Still the stage. Watching you waste your time 
baby, I'ma need some advice Wrong before I'm trying to do this right I'ma show you Show you the way to love Baby, I'ma need some advice Had to dad them other girls who give me love I love engineering her. That was that's no auto tune on her too. That's like nothing. That's raw. She's nice. Nice, nice. So, how long you been doing music? Um, uh, like ten years. Like on, uh, like uh, so out. I don't know how to, because I didn't know I could do this professionally until, like, a while ago, because it was always just a passion for me to make, like, beats and make songs. Like, I will make beats first, um, but I'd always write, like, poems, and then and then I started, like, putting them together, like, my poems and my beats. So, like, officially, I'd like to say, man, like, ten, yeah, I'll, I'll say 10 years, officially 10 years. Yes. So what was what was the ups and downs of your ten years? Like? What? What do I start, man? Uh, ups and downs because while while pursuing because music is a passion, right? And uh, a passion that I that um, I wanted to turn into a career. You know, a, a, a passion I wanted to turn to for financial stability. So when you realize at first that your passion is not financially being stable <laughs> or financially making you stable, um, you start to resent your passion. And then it's like, dang, now it's like, how dare I hate the thing I love to do and express myself with because it's not bringing me money. So then you kind of had, so now I have to like do things to separate, separate the love of making music to, you know, and I had to get a nine to five. So then I'm working like at a restaurant. I'm a, I'm a barista. I'm working overnight at a, at a hardware store. I'm working at a vape shop. I'm all these odd jobs because, I know that's not what I'm meant to be doing, so I can't stay at those places long because it's like I'm too t- – in my mind, I'm like, I'm too talented for this. I hate this. But then it's like – but it also helped me be like, all right, well, I need to get – I need to double down on the music then so I can get out of there. So it was just that, you know, was, uh, juggling a nine-to-five and then your passion for music and then, you know, and then dealing with the mental block, like I'm not even good enough because, you know, it's not paying for nothing and then – 
you know, now you're trying to dabble into other ventures that you feel like will bring you money. So then you like quit music for a bit to like focus on, I don't know, something random, like what's a, what's a random, I don't know, like a random career, just like, uh, oh yeah, like, uh, like personal training. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be a personal trainer, like bump this music stuff. So it was just like, there's lots of ups and downs, especially in LA where it's like you, you, you had a lot of uh, pump fake opportunities where people come back, yo, I got this situation, you know, you're dope. Let's get this cracking. And then the situation falls through, man, it's just a lot. You just, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not an easy game. You just gotta, that's why, that's why you gotta, you have to keep God first and then you gotta put your pride down and be aware that look, no matter what's happening in the physical, yeah, I'm at this nine to five. Yeah, I'm working overnight, but this is what I'm meant to do. So regardless, this is my focus. This is what I put all my eggs. I put all the eggs in the basket for this right here. So um, it's just man, it's a, it's a lot, man. I don't know where to begin. Like times where I have five dollars for the week to eat, so I have to go to a dollar store and get a dollar burrito for a day five days out of the week until my mom could help me because she get she gets paid on Friday so she can maybe send me thirty dollars. Like people don't understand it's 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 hard but you gotta just like I said, you gotta keep God first and just be faithful and just keep going. Just keep going. Like, okay, you might be down for a day. It's just don't stay down, you know what I mean? Don't give up. I I've given up like well, I've given up three times this year. Well, all right, I'm done with this music. I'm done with this music stuff. And I'm like, all right. And the same second I do that, I go go to my computer. I create something that I like. I'm like, all right, I'm back. Like it's literally you got to just keep pulling yourself up. Literally, you fall, you pull yourself back up. You fall, you pull yourself back up. It's not easy, but you just gotta you gotta do it. Sound advice. Very good advice. <laughs> I understand wholeheartedly. So, who who's on your playlist? Give me your top five. Oh man, top five. It's, it's gonna be cliche. It's gonna be Wayne, Cole, Drake, Meat Mill, uh, Kanye, and then we go into like Charlie Puth, John Bellion. Um, who else? Uh, hey, let me man. just check. I said five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, those are all my. <laughs> the, the three I the three I rotate with is like Cole, Wayne Drake. I mean, I said Cole Wayne. Yeah, Cole Wayne Drake, and then uh, Big Sean too for like lyrical inspiration because I think he's lyrically dope. You know, I find, you know, I heard a lot of people say that Wayne was not rocking no more. And I'm like, yo, you bugging the fuck out. Wayne is a goat. Facts. Wayne is He can Wayne get on the song goat. right now and still give the best verse in the song. Are y'all kidding me? Yeah. Wayne is a goat. But then, but then, but then, but then, but then, but then. I finally got to listen to DMX album Exodus today, mm-hmm. and I heard oh, Wayne I love on DMX. it, and it wasn't Wayne's best work, 
That's all I'm going to say. It was was very disappointing for Wayne. Yeah. But see, but that's the thing. He's so so used to setting the bar high that when he comes, like, not even there, it's like, dang. He yeah, said, I was like, yeah. silence like lasagna. You know, it took. I, yeah. I, I have a friend. It took him five years to get that line. He just got it like not too long ago. Yeah, I'm like that's that, that's it. Yeah, shout out to Wayne. Wayne is the goat, man. I don't care what nobody. Yeah. does. he just had an off day. Everybody have an off day. Everybody mm-hmm. have an off day. I don't care mm-hmm. what artist right. you are, you're going to have an off day. Your pen ain't going to work That's one day. That's fact. And he's been doing it for so long. It's like he don't even got to do it no more, honestly. Nah. And he still does. He, and he still kills it. Yeah. yeah. Go listen to that Exodus album, though, y'all. It's... I will. Ugh. Actually, one of, my, one of my dreams is to get Wayne on a song. I would like to so, be in the studio with Wayne to match his energy. Mm-hmm. I would like to one day be in there. It, it'd probably be fun. Yeah. Just to match his energy. Because mm-hmm. his bars is crazy. Man, and he doesn't write it down. That's what I'm saying. Coming off the head with it. It's crazy. Yeah, he... Yeah. That must be something. Just come off the... Yeah, no paper, no pen. When the stuff that you say? Yes. Uh, when the go. All right, let me jump in here because... <laughs> He's not gonna say it. He's not gonna say it. But Beastie, he also makes music, and he likes to say he's not blind. He just can't see. So he also comes off the head, no paper, no pen, and I'm just gonna say he's pretty damn dope. That's dope. Yeah. I'll leave it there. <laughs> he, he'll be mad stuff? later, but I don't care. That's he's dope. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know what she's talking about. But uh, where you see yourself for five years? Um, man, people ask me a question. I I used to. I mean. Bigger and, and better than where I'm at. Like I said, it's God's plan, God's timing. So I stopped trying to, you know, I mean, I, I, see, I, see, I see what I have in the future for myself. As far as time frame, I, I, I just let, I, like I said, God's timing. So I definitely see, you know, more, 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 uh, more M's, uh, M's in the bank account. I see, you know, I see a family. I see a nice big old house, probably in Florida somewhere. Um, two Teslas, one black, one white Model S's. Uh, maybe one Ooh. Model X. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, probably like three kids. You know, a, a nice business, music, uh, music on the charts that's timeless. 
just helping. I definitely, uh, like, my, my end goal is to be able to help, you know, my country, Haiti, and just, like, build businesses there, schools there. That's really what I, like, I'm in this for. I, like, the small goals is obviously, like, pay off my mom's house. But I, I really want to, like, build, like, I, I went to Dubai on uh, with Danny and, you know, the team. And I just saw, like, what they did for their people. Like, in Dubai, I don't think you can buy land there if you're a native. So all the money just stayed within their people. You know what I mean? They were able to just build. And I kind of want to do that. Just I, I just want to, like, just build that economy back up and just, just build a better life for people. All right. Now, I heard you several, yeah, that's dope. Now, several times you have mentioned in this interview Danny. Who is Danny? Mm-hmm. And tell us about Danny. Uh, Danny Lay? She, uh, she's an artist. She has that one song with uh, Chris Brown, the Let Me Catch a Vibe and Take It Easy. You know that song? <laughs> Take it easy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so I was her producer and writer, you know, one of her best friends for a minute. And then we just, and then she, she went on tour. I went with her to see her producing as a sound guy, making sure she sounded right on stage, writing, all that stuff. Being like a Timbo so, in a sense. Who have you worked with? Who have you worked with besides Prince and Danny? Um, I wrote for the the, the two girl, girls called Sophia Grace or on Ellen. I've worked with um, oh my gosh, uh, Zoe Dallas. That's the um, all about the bass girls, the little ones, Sophia Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote I wrote their verse because they had a movie, and so I wrote the song. For, I worked did the song for them. Worked with Kat and Estelle, and then everything else uh, I've I've worked with, but they never made like, made it to the light, like, supposedly, I mean, uh, what's wrong? I worked with, um, London on tracks. Excuse me. Uh, supposedly we were supposed to have a song with Usher that didn't fall through. Uh, I mean, that fell through. Uh, what else? Man, there's so many. I'm trying to think of, like, the names that y'all would know. I mean, you have, have a pretty vast group of listeners, so there's somebody from every walk of life that tunes in. Mm-hmm. So that's dope, though. Your catalog is extensive. Yeah, once 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 I honestly once I got Prince, I was like, I don't got to produce for none of y'all no more. <laughs> Right, I went right. Right, I just fuck y'all. This prince we talk about here, fuck y'all. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. That's why I honestly like. That's why I was like, you know, I was like, 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 I Fuck Usher. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fuck, you heard it here on the stage radio. BC said fuck <laughs> Usher. You want to fight, bitch? <laughs> How you go? What? Oh, oh, my God. I would love to hear that song. 
that he turned down. Like what? It was a great. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey. But the thing hey, hey. is, probably is people. So I don't, I don't ever because the industry is so weird like that. Like the A and R has so much control. Now with us in the that you know what? But one man's junk is another man's treasure. Don't throw the record away. That man no, said A and R has budget. so much control in the industry. Yeah. A and R so I mean it's, it's whoever that's why I just that's that's another thing. That's another reason I kind of like stayed independent. Now there are times I could have done a pub deal or like all that, or signed to a minor. But it's like seeing seeing what literally all my friends go through when they sign to a pub deal or when they sign to a label. It's like, nah, I think I'm cool. I think I'll take the I think I'll take the long route, hard route, but know that I'm in control of my music. Being that. So what a label would do is, like, let's say you're an artist, right? They'll get you in the room with songwriters and producers and engineers and the studio time. And I'm over here like, well, I got my own studio. I can engineer myself. I write my own stuff, and I can produce my own stuff. So what do I need y'all for? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, like, what, what do I need to give y'all 85% of my master for minimum? Yes, they own 85% of your music, the label. I don't care. If you did it all yourself and you signed to a label, they take an 85%. Wow. 85%. Yeah. You make a hundred grand, you're only seeing $15,000. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, how they play it out is, how they play it is they give you an advance, right? So they give you like what five hundred thousand or a million or a hundred thousand that you have to pay back, but they don't, you know. But they they hide it under the fees of um, well, studio time. Okay, well we got to pay this and we got to pay that and we got to pay that. So you, you get to use that money, but it's like a loan, right? A loan, and then they just keep <laughs> all that stuff. Wow. Okay. And then with a publishing like a, deal, don't even get me started. So that's the deal. A publishing deal is where they could sign you as a songwriter or a producer, right, For for uh, at a label. So if I sign as a producer or a songwriter, let's say they front me, like, what, 50000 Um, I, I produce for the artists or produce for artists, and then they recoup 50% of that until they get paid back, the 50000 that they gave me. But then they also get 50% of everything you produce perpetuity, meaning forever after that, because it's because of them you were able to make the connections in the label. I mean, connections, because, they, you know, you signed to them, you made the connections, and now you're able to make your own money. So now if you produce for any artist, after you've paid us back, we still take 50%. Or if you write for any artist, we still take 50%. And I hope y'all get. I hope y'all are listening. All artists are listening. Be careful what you sign. You, yo, a, a publishing deal is one of the worst deals to sign, man. Yeah. One of the Everybody, worst. Worst. All my peers, all my friends that are, they've all said, yo, 
I need to get out of my publishing deal. I want to get out of my publishing deal. They all, all of them are always going to court trying to get out of their pub deal. Every single one. Because it's like, because you know, like fifty thousand in L.A. That joint runs out quick. <laughs> Especially if you're not smart with it. And then now, now you want to now, like for example, one of my homies, uh, he signed a pub deal when he was a producer, and now he's an artist. Who, and he also produces his own stuff, right? So now he's producing his own stuff, putting his own music out, having to give 50% of that production to the publishing company. Wow. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> there are times it's tempting. 50000 sounds nice right now. 10000 sounds nice right now, you know? But... Right, what does it right, cost right. after all that runs out? But at that time, you know what I'm saying, you're struggling to make rent. You're like, you know, you're hungry, you're tired of working, you're tired of working uh, uh, 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then an offer comes, it's like, yo, here's 50000 Um, You know, just, hey, here's 50000 and we'll put you in the studio with artists that are, you know, that are big and on the up and up. So in your mind, you're like, I'm getting paid and I'm living my dream. Like I'm getting to work with all these, like this, this is it. This is what I, this is what I came to LA for. And then the money runs out, you know, you're doing good, but then it's like, you know, they're taking 50% of everything. It's like, ah. Yeah. Nikki. Yeah. What what question you have for him that you ask every artist? What would they tell? What? What would you tell your sixteen year old self? Oh man, what well, I would beat his what? I'd be like, <laughs> stop being so. What I was so. Listen, man. I don't. You know when you're sixteen, seventeen. Hell, even you just you just you're just so. You just think you know everything. Yeah. Especially if, especially you know, you're from a small town and like you, you're kind of the man in that town. You know what I mean? Because you know, I was playing, I was playing this synthesizer. Everybody thought I was cool. You know what I'm saying? The ladies loved me. I was a cute little rip kid playing football. You know, I had abs. I still do. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, but you know when you you got the skinny abs, and then uh, <laughs> you just you know you just a man. You just you just <laughs> you just. You just prideful man I just thought I knew it all and then I kind of carried that pride to when I moved to LA and that messed up some that messed up a lot of opportunities for me just like being like no I deserve more and this is this is who I you know just you know people would ask me to like change something in a beat I'd be like the beat's perfect I'm not changing nothing yeah you know what I mean yeah. it's just like nah change the beat bro Keep keep that version for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so for yourself, and then give, give them what you want. Now you're missing out on a thousand dollars because you want to be prideful, dummy. Yeah. Is that dummy? Change the beat, bro. Dummy. <laughs> but yeah, just put your pride yeah. down. I tell every, I tell every, everybody, just put your pride down. Especially when you're an entrepreneur, you kind of have to. Go in with a customer's always right attitude, and just a positive attitude too, not like a stank one. Just like, yeah, man, I could do, 
whatever you need, because that's when you build that, you know, like, you know, uh, when they need something outside of you, they're like, oh, I know a guy who can do it, and then boom, now you're in the room with all these other people, you know what I mean? But if you're, like, prideful and just hard to work with, it's like, yeah. Yes. Yo, you know, that's some real shit. He said, as an entrepreneur, you got to understand that the customer's always right. Mm. So you can't get mad because the toaster oven, I mean, the, the customer went to the toaster, the Black & Decker, not the GE. Mm-hmm. You can't get mad. Right. You, you can't get mad if they don't like this record, but they like this record. Mm-hmm. Everybody say, oh, y'all don't like this record, you hating. No, I don't. No, I'm not hating. I just don't like the record. She trash. Exactly. I mean, it's not about hating. It's trash. No. Oh, everybody else said it's fire, but I'm not everybody else. I got a fucking opinion. Exactly. You got a fucking opinion and a radio show. So what, what do you want to do? You, you want to listen to everybody who's telling you the record's black? Or you want to give the guy who has a radio show a record that he likes so he can play on the radio? Dummy. All right. Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's a dummy for me. You don't like it? That's fine. Here's another one. You don't like that? That's fine. Here, check this one out. Maybe. What are you looking for? I'm going to give you something. Now, if I give you a whole mixtape full of songs or a whole album and y'all don't like nothing, I, I got to either check myself. I got to check myself. Yeah. Come either on. you check yourself Come or you on. just go go somewhere else. Yeah, check yourself. Well, one, you, yeah, you got to be prideful. You got to, I mean, not prideful. You got to understand, like, all right, compare it. This, this is where you compare yourself not to what, what's out already, like, as far as, like, artistic-wise goes, but as far as quality-wise goes. Because, you know, lyrically, I've heard some weak stuff, but the quality was up there. It was like, okay, at least I can hear this on the radio, like the beats fire. So you have to you have to be real with yourself, like, okay, is this dope? And then how you know that is you go, you you put out doubt. You, you see what people are responding to. Oh, people like this song way more? Let me focus on this sound or let me focus on this single. Like I know, like I I know my project. Like me, for example, my project. I knew Honeydew was the one. I'm not gonna even. I just knew because I was just like, okay. Every time I play my project, people are like, oh, I like this one. Or people are like, ooh. Every time I played it, so I was like, okay. Well, I'm definitely gonna make a video to this song. I'm definitely gonna put an ad behind this song because I understood. It's like not everyone's gonna. I've submitted my music everywhere, and the ones that people respond to are the ones that I sent y'all. You get what I'm saying? So it's like. You have to know your audience. You have to know the people. You have to know your audience. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hate to pull up to a club when somebody got a good song. Okay, shout out to Fayetteville. I'm not going to tell you her name, but there's a girl in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Shout out to her. She got a big, big, big record, right? 
but mm-hmm. she perform it at these. It's like a pop record, but she perform it at these hip hop clubs, and they're not receiving her the way they should. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. It's no good. Exactly. No good. I'm not gonna ever. I'm not gonna ever submit Honeydew to a country playlist, country music playlist. Right. right. <laughs> Everything is Afrobeat, Afrobeat, Afrobeat. Okay, boom. That's where I find the most success because <laughs> if you want to, if you go to a hip hop club, perform hip hop songs. If I go to a festival, that's believe I'm not. And then honestly, I mean, if I have a fan base, I'll perform like an R&B song. But if I'm going to a festival where all the kids just want to get hyped up and they all on drugs and stuff, I'm gonna perform some hype stuff. That's it. Right. You gotta just know where you at. You gotta know where you at. Know your crowd. Know your audience. No matter if you're a producer, you're a DJ, you're an artist. No, you gotta know your crowd. Yeah. Even as a producer, even as a producer, you in there with just the artist, but you got to know your crowd. Because if you yeah. can't get an artist what he wants, he's not going to give you what you need. Yeah, and he's not going to work with you after that because, oh, he ain't got nothing And he's not going right. to You got to know your crowd, man. That's some real shit. Yeah, and, bid- and bridges burn so fast. In L.A., and not even on no, like, on some, like, spiteful or negative, like, you know, like, oh, he disrespected me type stuff. It's, if you came not correct, like, you, I just, you, oh, yeah, this this dude, he's a producer. He got some heat for you. And you don't play with that artist like, that's the least you're not going to be invited to a session with that artist ever again. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like buying some weed. It's like buying mm-hmm. some weed. You buy weed to get high. You want to get mm-hmm. high. You don't want to buy no weed and still be sober. You buy the weed yeah. if you smoke to get high. So you buy the fucking weed because everybody told you this weed is bomb. And you buy the weed yeah. and it's nothing. nothing. You're never going You're never gonna get it. Even at the restaurant. What? I didn't go to... Uh, what, 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 uh, what's that burger store? I can't remember, but what... Everybody was saying it was fire. They messed up my burger one time. All it took was one time for them to, I don't know what it was. I didn't go there for like four years after that. I didn't, I didn't touch it. <laughs> you get what Yo, my wife, my wife ordered a burger from, uh, the name of the fucking place. Red Robin? Red Robin. I used to love Red Robin. Oh, my God. Uh, but it got her sick. Her stomach was fucked. I will never buy no burger again from, from Red Robin again. I will never. Hey, never. don't make don't don't make your listeners sick to their stomach. That's 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 hey, right. for the artists and <laughs> for the artists and the producers and the songwriters. Do not make. Your people, your crowd, your listeners stick to their stomach to where they don't want to ever listen to you again. Or rather come back to you. And I know artists who walk away with bullshit. If you pay mm-hmm. for your session, they got to stop letting these producers send them home with bullshit. If you pay, you know that's not. If you're an artist, you've seen the picture in your head. 
you see, if you are as an artist, you've seen the picture before it happened. Right. That's not the picture you painted in your head. Why are you letting this yeah. man or woman send you home with this bullshit? Looking man. like a JJ. Hey, man. Sometimes, sometimes it's on the artist, so the artist is due. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's been times I'll, I'll just collect the money and just, hey. That's like, fucked up, man. No, man, you don't understand. I have some trash come in the studio, man. Just like, like, people, okay, it's different when you, like, sincerely, sincerely have a passion, but you, if you're coming in here, Cause you know, cause cause music is a hobby to you, and you just think it's the easy road to, you know, as you just think it's easier than any uh, uh, endeavor or you know any path, and you just want to do it cause just cause I'm like I can hear it. Okay, you're off time. You don't practice your flow. You don't you 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 don't take time when you write stuff. Like your words don't even rhyme. Like your lines ain't even metaphorical. All right, give me. I'm, I'm charging fifty an hour. Cool. Give me my give me my one fifty, and I'm gonna make you sound as, as good as I can make you. <laughs> but hey, make you and then hey, but gee, that's fucked up, man. So do you tell him? Thing is, yo, this is some fire. No, I don't say nothing. I'm I can't lie. I'm just I'm, just, I'm bobbing my head. But the thing is, the thing is, I make them sound as good. I make them sound so good to where they happy with it. You know what I mean? Because I, you know, I know how yeah. to engineer, so you know I'll shift your vocal to where you on time. I'll make you. I'll throw in a little vocal chops and beat chops in there. So they happy with it, but I just know when when they play for other people. <laughs> hey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> God, and I know so many producers like that will send you home with some bullshit. I know some producers that I'm talking about. They will get up, jump around with you. Oh, no, I no, 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 in this song is bullshit. That nigga starving. That's why he needs that money back. He wants you to come back. Right. <laughs> At that point, he's just pumping your ego. He's killing you so you can come back and feel good as soon as that's it. He's starving. Oh my god! Oh, I mean, but the thing Stop is, lying. if, if you're not doo-doo, it'll be easier to record. Like I've I've had some, you know, rappers who just started rapping, but you know they practice. They come in there, they bang out that verse like nothing. It's just like, oh, okay. So they actually like care about the craft. It's just like you get to, you, you know, if you're not putting time in the craft, then no matter, no matter who you're in the studio with, it's gonna come out deep. You know, you Haitian, so you make you make that island music. So much of the hated song. Yeah, I had this song. I was in the studio fucking around. I mean, in the kitchen, actually. Fucking around with my mm-hmm. wife while she was doing the dishes. And the beat came on. Mm-hmm. And I'm singing the beat. And then a couple of the homies wanted to jump on the beat with me. Yeah. So I let them. But it's a little reggae, hip-hop, jammy. We put together called Ball Head. 
Shout out to Bob Marley. Didn't know Bob Marley made the original version to this song. <laughs> Never knew. And I think Bob Marley entered my body. No homo. And, and hey. we got the song done. We'll we be back. This is the stage. Tell me what you think. Cause we come in the blood clad town They make money They should be happy They're my god Jesus crazy ball hit Out of town Them no like what we do in them town Tell us never to come back around So the my god Jesus crazy ball hit Out of town Been on the run for a minute, got to go from a dentist. Niggas mad cause I charge them 1400 like a stimmy. And be running around your town singing Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. And these niggas on crickets, I ain't talking about Jimmy. You heard me before, if you niggas don't know. We run the block, two on the show. Pass my bro. My cousin got the blicky on the side, just watch the dope. Ain't scared to tell Fiend, he'll know. Slam dunk on him, alley Fire, fire. I really true. Don't make us do what we do. I hit three, probably two. Cation hot by you. That bitch, a bugaboo. Take the one and lick the one. The mother says the crazy ball hit out of town. Them no like what we do in them town. Tell us never to come back our own. So the mother says us crazy ball hit out of town. Them no like what we do in them town. Tell us never to come back our own. Like niggas think they is just tryna set up on my block Turn this shit up like I'm Oscar Wipe this shit out like it's my block We can shoot this shit out like I'm Lena Fuck your belly bitch, it's a headshot Slit this soul, call me Chica About to creep on everybody's sleep. Who on that blood clot is this keys from New York City Find that something bullshit about my committee Look sunny, this nigga's moving funny Don't be a dummy We need to bounce like some bears Me no talk about gummy If I see that I'll be knowing niggas gon' get him It's a marathon I hit him with a headshot in the back when I take to the face I'm a wayside nigga, bang with a roster Them niggas in black masks, they my partners Aye. Move around like a monster Aye. Stir my lobster and my pasta Yeah, them boys are shot Them I gon' chase us crazy ball hits Out of town Them no like what we do in them town Tell us never to come back our own So them I gon' chase us crazy ball hits them not like what we do in them town Tell us never to come back around So I go What's happening? It's your girl, Mish Lovin. You kicking it with the stage radio. Hear the hottest music from independent artists worldwide, Monday through Friday from 9 to 11. Let go.
Yeah man, yeah man representing Ghana, West Africa me I say, don't know. I mean the emphasis can do representing Ghana, don't know. I'm listening live from Ghana to the stage radio. Don't know. Big up. Kuda one, Kuda two. Every man I go down. What up though? It's your boy Childish Oski. You are now live rocking with BC on the stage radio show. Monday through Friday, tune in 9 to 11. Crazy appearances and music from all over the world. Just send your music to the stage radio at gmail.com. Just the stage with Beastie and Nikki. Nah, that was stupid. That's a good song. You like that? Your voice sounds crazy on the hook. That was dope. I appreciate that, man. Yo, but we, yeah, yo, was... yo, I just, I just wanted you to hear that out there in L.A. I wanted to see what L.A., but we back on the East Coast, so I need to hear this song because we need to hear this last song that you got on the East Coast. Shit, we let y'all hear some shit. Let us hear some shit. Tell us about this song right here. Oh, the one I... What did I think? I think uh, King of the Hill. I don't know where I'm from, but there was a Nicky with the he sang King of the Hill. I don't know what this woman got going. I think, on. Yeah, what? It's like it's like a it's like a slow R and B joint. It's uh, so um, oh, my boy what? Corsair. What happened? No, I said I'm here. I'm with you, King of the Hill. Go ahead, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so my boy, uh, Corsair, he's a producer from, I think, France. Uh, we co-produce a lot. He, he, I think he's on at least every one of my projects. Um, he actually produced the intro to my – we co-produced the intro to my tapers as well. But, um, yeah, he sent me this joint. Where was I at? I was just feeling. I think I, I might have been on some wine or something. But I was like, right, let me talk. Let me let me let me let me talk some stuff to the ladies. You know, a nice little uh, a song for the ladies to like feel sexy to. You know, dance and get ready to sip some wine to. Uh, man, I'm trying to think. Where was I? I? I make a lot of songs, so I'm trying to go back to when I actually made it. Yeah, I think I was just I might, I might just have like a good night with a shawty And I was like, alright, let me make a song So my music Every time I create, it's from a, it's, it's, I always create from a place, right It's not like, I'm not like Oh, let me make a let me make a hype song Because that's what's out right now If I make a hype song, best believe I was just at the club the night before Or that night and I have to go in the studio and release that energy. So every time I make a song, it's like releasing the energy that I had just experienced. So when you hear King of the Hill, just know, you know what I'm saying? Boy, I had a shoddy over and, you know, did what he had to do. Okay, get in it. King of the Hill, we'll be back. This is the stage. Rats in the building. Finna bust some more. Tell me you about it. Shawty want the jewels. 
swell, I got a fountain. Tell me that you gotta do. You look better without him. When I get on top of you, call me the king of the mountain, yeah. When I get on top of you, call me the. Especially if I think they're dope, that plays a huge part. If I think you're dope, then you know I get you on the phone. We could talk, you know, something, something. But for you know, for like the regular type things, like if you just want like an exclusive, all right, like you on the Masters, obviously we split the pub. I do a, a twelve hundred, twelve fifty. Okay, okay. So what I get for ten dollars? I mean, like I said, I like your voice, but I don't want to give you, you know, the price I give you on the show because, you know, it might be recorded. I don't want people to be like, yay, you gave oh, him no, it for $10. Oh, oh, if it's not recorded, then, you know, right, hey, man, your voice is dope. So, no. yeah, this, this is, I'll, I'll give her my, I'll give, um, I'll send my, uh, or just send me the email through DM, you know, I'll shoot you some joint. You know, just off the love and yeah. having me off the, having me on the show, and then uh, okay, Nikki, yeah. send them send send them the email and the DM so you can send us some. Yeah, yeah, I got you for sure. Yeah, see, if you're dope, it's not a problem. It's when it's when I feel like you're about to waste my time. I gotta have you pay for it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not trying to be like that guy, but it's like. I'm not business, but me, I'm not gonna get on the record if I don't think it's dope. I'm not getting on it. I get so yeah. many people say, "Yo, can you do? Let's do a feature. Let's do a feature." Okay, how much you charge for a feature? Uh, let, let's hear what you got first. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let me hear what you got. Because if, it, if it's dope, I might just do it off the strength of it being dope and I have faith in it. All right. Now, if it's doodle, if it's doodle, I might just pack right. and see if you got it. <laughs> right. Because that paperwork should me. Them split sheets going to get me more money than I, what I'm going to charge you if you dope. Exactly. <laughs> That's what people don't the understand. Part. Yeah. Right. Is right. Well, like, yes. Like, like there's a song I I I produced and or co I co wrote for free off the strength. Like I said, it was my homie had a situation going on. I've got an email, two emails saying that they actually confused the emails that they taken the song for uh, a TV show, and then and I thought they changed the rate on me like last minute. So I emailed them. I was like, Yo, this is the sheet that you sent me with the original rate, and the chick goes, yo, that's not, that's not, I'm not working on that project. That's a completely different project. So it turns out the song's on two separate TV shows, and that was just off the strength, and now I'm getting paid just because, you know, it, 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 it was just dope. It was just a dope situation. See, sometimes you need right now money, especially what you're talking about in L.A., but sometimes with the rent, and sometimes you need you know what I'm saying? It's cool to get that later money because later is greater. That later money. Exactly. That it later is. money I made that song crazy. two years ago, like in April 2019. And they just now wow. up for it, talking about it's on two TV shows. See, that's amazing. Mm. Amazing. Salute to you, man. For real, that's amazing. So, the re- but yeah, send, so send the email. Is it... It, okay, she she um, she got you. She got you. L.A. rent is uh expensive though. What is it expensive? He said what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had I had uh, moved my baby brother out here because um, I was renting a house and I was like, Mom, we got a room. I don't want him getting in trouble in PA because I just saw he was like. Going down the same path I was, I was like, your mom sent him over. Uh, so we had a house in L.A. It was me, him, my cousin, and his sister. And the rent for a house, it was a, it was a four-bedroom house. The last bedroom was kind of small, but they, had, they turned the garage into, like, a studio, quote-unquote, apartment, which I used for a studio. The rent there was 4300 a month. Good God Almighty for a four-bedroom apartment with a garage. Yeah. Good yeah. God Almighty. $4,300 a month. And we, li- and we lived there for four years, so we gave that man, we paid his mortgage. We paid like 120000 of his mortgage. Yeah. So so was it dope? I mean, that had to have been, um, the house had to have been spectacular. No. He didn't, he didn't upgrade nothing. He said no. 
stove. The oven was from 93. It came with no fridge. We had to get our own fridge. Uh, the dishwasher broke twice. He had to come in. At least he repaired the dishwasher. Um, the house was the, 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 it smelled like doo-doo. Like he didn't he didn't upgrade the sewage. Um, it was just the toilet was always backed up. Yeah, water coming. Forty-three hundred dollars for the house to smell like a septic tank. It smelled like. <laughs> And in the oven, what the button the button in the oven broke off and so we was there like stabbing it with a knife to get the oven to work. I'm like, bro, we need a new oven. For four years this man didn't change our oven. Wow. And then we leave, right? We leave, we finally move out. That's when he wants to fix the pipes. Like I'm driving through the house, there's like a ten foot hole in the front yard where he's exchanging the pipes that were just clogged with just all the stuff from the years. I'm like, All right, I see I see how it is. Oh, yeah, 4200 is uh, not for essentially four. enough. I mean, we had, a, we had a driveway, though, so that's clutch. You know what I mean? LA, you don't have to worry about <laughs> parking for real. <laughs> that, was, that was like... Yeah, man, I get it. And it was, it was just nice to flex because, like, not everybody had what we had in LA. You know, we just felt like parties were excellent. Oh, yeah. You met any yeah, famous man. people out there? What? Um, who didn't I meet? I actually met Wayne. Uh, I met the game. I met Timbo. I met Bryson. I met Black. I met everybody um, you could think of. I met uh, Megan Good, who's actually cousins with Lyrica Anderson, who's on Love and Hip Hop. We I used to kind of like produce for her. Um, who else? Uh, man, you just, just famous. Uh, Tiana Taylor, uh, Jeremiah. Uh, Would you uh, say Fabio? Huh? Would you say moving out to LA as an artist is? A better scene for a musician or an actor? Uh, definitely for an actor, only because um, literally all the acting studios are in, you know, Hollywood, like Universal, all that. And they're always just, even if you're not, like, booking a major gig, they're always booking extra roles, like, you know, cr- people in the crowd, people on the street, yeah. definitely for acting. Uh, music is kind of like... It's cool to just be amongst those people because a lot of them live there, so it's easier to, like, you know, network and meet up with people. But networking at a club is just such a lost cause because, like, niggas is lit, the music is loud, you're yelling in people's ear, like, hey, yo, take my IG down, let's link. I got some, you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't work because, one, they're lit, they're not going to go in the morning, like, check their phone in the morning, but, oh, yeah, let me link up with this guy. Um, but it's just cool to be around um, other creatives as if like as in like for me if I need to do a music video I know my directors in Anaheim I know my set designers down the street I know uh, I know a couple fashion coordinators or stylists that can style me for my video who live down the street yeah. so it's more so less about like linking with other artists but like if you're trying to um, uh, like 
you know, set your vision and do a video, all your sources are there versus being in, like, a remote area like West Lawn, PA, or Redding, PA, where it's, like, you might know somebody with a camera who's, like, half decent. But acting for sure is pick the cake. So what's the average video go for out in L.A.? Um, I can't speak on that, but I can speak on my videos are no less than 4K. But I know if you're if you're working with like a big big budget director, I think the minimum for them like that they want in their pockets is 10k, and then wow. you have to get the budget for like the location, get the actors, um, you know, get the makeup artist, get the the stylist. I know. One, my stylist, she charges like 5K, but she's pulling up with like Gucci, all that Fendi Prada, this year's shoe yeah. size. She's pulling up with she's pulling up with crazy stuff. She's gonna make you look right. Um, and then, and then my uh, my director JD, he charges five, but I've known him for like like I've known him forever. We, he was also at Full Sail too, so it's cool. We actually lived together for a little bit. Um, so he shows me love, but he charges 5k off the rip, like 5k in his pocket. And then you better figure out what to do for the rest, but he's crazy. Um, he shot the, the, my two recent videos. And then, um, the, the, the best thing for you to do, what I recommend just cause this is what, um, uh, a lot of my friends did is you find a hungry director, right? Like a hungry videographer. And if you have a place to live in L.A., just, just like, off the ledge, just like, hey, man, you can crash on my couch in L.A. for free. While, while you're here, you can network and meet other people. But whenever I need a video or I need some visuals, you know, you got to you gotta film them. You got to shoot them. Yeah. That's a fair trade because if you know what rent is in L.A., I mean, I just told you the rent in L.A., you saving a stack a month, you get to live for free. All you got to worry about is food, and you get to network. And don't let me be on the up and up to where, like, now I'm bringing you along and I'm getting you paid even more. So it's like, you just got to know. You just got to, it varies from situation. Relationships play a huge part. Like, you know, like I said, I'll, you know, I'll give, I'll give y'all a beat for the, you know, off the love, but I might charge him 2K for a beat. I might charge him 5K for a beat. So relationships play a huge part. Man, if you don't send this man the, the, the email address so we can get one of them four five K beats. Everything. <laughs> everything. I, know, I got you. He got it. Oh. Yo, yo, and, and before the the beat come out, before the record come out, I'm going to send it to you for your approval. And if you don't like it, send it back. Say fuck this. Nah, I, I'm, I'm pretty. From what I heard, I, I doubt that you. I, you have to. I have to send it back. No. Well, again, like I said, everybody have an off day. Everybody. Everybody, listen to that Exodus. Even Jay Z, Jay Z was trash. Yeah, I, I was believe. thinking that too. I didn't want to bring him up because I don't want it. Yeah, he was trash. Like, what? 
Come on, Jay-Z was trash. Mm-mm, Jay-Z got the dreadlocks and went whack. He got to cut the dreads back mm-hmm. off, man. Nah, he can't remember that. That's all it is. He don't, he don't have to do it. <laughs> I can never speak on someone's hunger unless I like, you know, I'm, I'm in conversation with them. But from what I'm hearing, it's almost like it's, it's just for fun. Like he, 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 right now he's just throwing little gems out there and just doing it because he can do it. I mean, he doesn't need to do it. It's different when you feel like you need to do it, and it's like, yo, what I say right here, right now, this is this is this is what's gonna change my life. You know, his life's already changed. He's already said what he's had to say. That's why we have all those historical records from him that will live forever. He's he's already said what he's needed to say. Even on four four four, you know, he gave his gems, and that's it. Now he's just having fun. He's doing what he wants to do. <laughs> I agree. That's why, that's why I love J. Cole so much because, like, J. Cole is where he's at, but you, you hear it in this project. He still he still has a chip on his shoulder. It's weird. It's like, dang, bro, after what we see as a lot of success, you still are just rapping like you're on the up and up, like, you, like you're on the come up. Shout out to J. Cole. Again, Fayetteville, North Carolina, stand up, 2-6. Mm-hmm. So shout out to oh. them, J. Cole. Have you heard of Moray yet? Who? Moray? Moray. No, have you heard of Moray? Spell it as M-O-R-E or? M-O-R-R-A-Y, Moray. No, I haven't. Oh, uh, I got a song called Quicksand. Maybe it didn't make it to LA yet, but it's coming. But but uh, J Cole on J Cole album, he got more ready. And they mm. both from Fayetteville, North so Carolina. Yeah, I just I probably didn't even check the name. I just heard it. Yeah. So shout out to him. But shout out to you, man. Yo, let the people know where they can find you, man. If they want to hit you up, they want to hear what you do. They just want to conversate with, you know what I mean? Wes, of where course. can they find you, at? Of course. Well, y'all can find me on BVEST Official. That's literally on all platforms. Uh, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, BVEST Official. And then my SoundCloud, my SoundCloud. Audio Mac, Apple Music, Spotify, VVEST, all caps, but pronounced West. So VVEST, the name, but not like protection, more like direction. Um, you can find me on. Uh, yeah, that's the intro to the project. If you want to check that out, that one's called Hideaway. Okay, so okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, VVEST official, and then VVEST on all. Uh, music platforms. That's YouTube. Check my videos out. They actually dope. Uh, Can I jump in here yeah. too? Of course. Yes. So when you send your music in, 
it gets played, it goes through smash or trash, it gets smashed, it goes into rotation. The more it's played, the more spins you get. The way we do things, every six months we have an awards show. Typically, it's located here in North Carolina, just saying, hey, independent, we see you grinding. Your music has been super active on stage radio. We give you an award for whatever category you fall in, best rapper, best singer, whatever. Um, last year, we well, last round, we do it every six months. That's we August. decided to take the awards on tour. So August, we were in New York. February, we will be in Miami. I just want to drop that in your spirit. February 6th, mm-hmm. the Stage Radio Awards is in Miami. You are welcome. Come out, grab a mic. You know, Sonny, like. out of all the places I've been to in the world so far, Miami's actually my favorite place. We, so love, we that. Would love you to come I, out. I just wanted to tell that. Pull up. <laughs> yeah, we would pull love to have you up. come out, pull up. It's... And do what you do, show the people what you do. It'll be awesome, amazing. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And BC, I'm gonna hit you. Just let me know what vibes you're looking for, and I got you. Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm really looking like for. Listen, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll probably talk to you. I want that. I want that, honey, do. I need that honeydew vibe right there. I need uh, that honeydew. That right there. That's what I need. Got you. That that type of yes, sir. Yeah, yes, I mean, sir. Like it was a pleasure having minutes. you. I'm glad you came. Th- it's a pleasure having you. I'm glad you came through. You're more than welcome. Anytime you drop a record. Anytime you drop a record, you want to hit us, send us the record. We have you on. We'll promote the record. Like, where's the Who honor? Do y'all take songs with customers in it, too, or not? Oh, yeah. Yes. You hear me okay. saying, fuck that. We're yeah. not censored. So, send that. You can have your homies send their music in. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Spread the word. It's oh. how we grow. Spread the word. <laughs> yeah, we might even call you to be a guest judge one week on stage radio, uh, Smash or Trash. I'm down for that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That. It's, yeah, it's every Friday. It's every Friday. But every other Friday, we have a guest judge, and we might have to call you to see what you're talking about. I'll say less. You know, I got y'all. All right. Shit, so, me. All right, BC, well, Nikki. Be it's been a good, man. Appreciate y'all for having me. Peace. Yes, sir. Big. Thanks for coming out. Y'all, y'all don't forget, Sunday is Trunk or Treat from 4 to 8, 70, 51, Clifton. Bring your kids out to get some candy the safe way. The safe way. 
Yes, y'all know May 5th. I said, what else? That's it? <laughs> Is it good night? Oh, no, that's no, no, that's May 5th. Y'all know where to pull up at. I mean, May 5th. February 5th. December 4th, y'all know where to pull up at. October 31st, y'all know where to pull up at. Big shout out to Wes. Big shout yeah, out to Wes. Y'all might as well run that honeydew back one more time. Right, yeah, run that, honey. We got two minutes. Real quick, real quick. Run it back real quick. Wes, run you it back. You coming into my Jesus time. Let's see. He coming into my Jesus time. You about to be um, part of the family and get flushed out. We see y'all tomorrow. Uh, girl, you can have all my money. Cause nothing is better than spending time with you Sweet like success, sweet like honey Baby, come show me what all that honey do And tell them hey I'm tempted to, tempted to, tempted to die